Hello, welcome back to another episode of Half Decent. I'm Sam Brett, and this is where I give half-decent advice on things you might want to know about. No, I don't have the qualifications to be giving professional advice in anything besides, like, acting, maybe? However, I appreciate you hanging out because I am a happy dude, and I am a half-decent dude. Thanks for listening. Today, we're going to talk about things that you can do this holiday season to just chill out. And if you're not one of those people that know how to just absolutely chill out and relax and do nothing, then, well, this is for you because you can still do things and relax while you're doing them and finish things feeling accomplished without even a little bit stressing yourself out and still committing to being lazy. You don't even have to shower. You don't even have to leave bed, honestly. So... Thanks for chilling. Merry Christmas Eve, folks. Take care. December 2022. I've been on this planet for 22 and a half years. Holy shit. <laughs> Anywho, I I just wanted to talk about these days because the holidays are so stressful. And people are... Nobody's neutral. People are either really pissed off or they're super happy. I love the second one. But if you're one of those people that are just super pissed off, I am so sorry because obviously you don't love these days. Maybe there's something bad personally that's hitting you hard. Something that's happened. You lost someone. A close family member. An unfortunate event around the holiday season. I'm very sorry. But when you were younger, at least I think for the most part, when you were little, 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 Christmas was always quite happy. And there was just no way around that. I mean, bad things were happening, but the idea of Christmas was always a good thing you got older and actually put like Christmas together with other things that happen in your personal life the idea of Christmas was never a negative thing and I wish that that could just kind of stay that way forever and the cool thing is that it can but it's pretty hard to maintain anything at all if every single person in the world isn't maintaining that with you so you can't really try in that sort of way So I have my own sort of way that I kind of try and make every day feel like a holiday for me. And I call them write-off days. And I guess I don't mean every day. I mean the days that I choose to be write-off days. And I don't make every day a write-off day. I make some days write-off days. And I make write-off days only happen when I'm not really left with many other options or the idea of pushing myself to have an amazing day is uh, like just too much you know so I have a write-off day and I'll tell you about it but first I'll tell you what led to it um this happened the other day Uh, what day is it right now it's Christmas Eve so it's Friday Saturday Saturday yeah Saturday um so this would have happened on Wednesday maybe Wednesday or Thursday Anyways, I I woke up to minus 43 degrees Celsius with the wind chill, which is, I think, like, minus 47 Fahrenheit at that point. It, like, 
starts becoming higher numbers in the negative for Fahrenheit. I don't whatever. Minus 43 degrees Celsius. It's fucking freezing. And I missed my chance to go to the gym because I didn't realize that I had to work an hour earlier than I thought I did. So I was already kind of like, oh my God, like this is too much. And I also happened to wake up super, super anxious. And like little side note, I'm a kind of person, a rare kind of person. This isn't a great thing. You should not wish you were like this. But I'm a rare kind of person who no matter what time I wake up at, whether it's from an alarm, my internal clock, having to go to the bathroom, whatever it is, whatever time it is that I wake up at, I will not be able to fall back asleep for a few hours or probably not until like that evening. So like 99% of the time, not until that evening, but definitely sometimes I'm able to like push myself to go back to bed if, if I was up to a lot the day before. But anyways, I wake up super anxious. That went on for too long. Anyways, anywho, I need to stop saying anyways, but I couldn't get my car started the first time. And that was my sign that today something was out to get me because like, yeah, it's super cold, but it's been that cold here before. But second, I am very lucky that I never ever have had a problem with my car starting. Now I've had major car problems and I've probably had the worst luck with all my cars out of everyone you've ever met in your entire life. I mean, I went through eight cars the first year I even had a driver's license. And out of those eight cars, or seven, seven cars, I only crashed one. And it wasn't wasn't even into another car. Like only one of them was not drivable because of me. Eh, yeah, so it didn't start the first time. And then it did the second time, no problem. But that was my first sign. I was like, oh God, this is it. Then I was driving to work and I started getting a really runny nose, which it happens when it's this dry outside, minus 43 degrees Celsius. The weather app will tell you it's like 76% humidity. It's it's frozen. It's minus 43 Celsius. Any, any moisture in the air is frozen. Vodka fucking freezes at that point. So it was it was like dry. My nose was running and I got to the mall where I work and I like looked down at my arm and it's got red all over it. Like someone drew on me. Then I realized I've been wiping blood off my nose the entire half an hour, 45 minute drive to work. I have to walk through the mall. I don't have any tissues. I, I there an hour and a half before my shift because I, I guess I could have gone to the gym at that point, but, but there was just a lot going on that morning. And then, um, I ran into some coworkers. They were like, are you all right? I was like, yeah, it's just like super dry outside. So I think this will stop soon. An hour and a half later, it doesn't stop. I have to start work. I'm like trying to clock in. I'm a server. So no one wants to deal with this, but I'm also not gonna like miss work. It's a nosebleed, like this happens. Doesn't stop. And my bosses are asking, like a couple of them there are asking like, does this happen a lot? How like, you good? I'm like, yeah, I mean, when it's super, super cold and dry, it's not uncommon to have like a little bit of blood in your nose. Like it's so dry and there's just constant cold air, like blowing, drying out the inside of your nose. Like that's not super uncommon. But at this point we were going on now two hours and 
then my shift starts people are starting to get there i'm like can someone take my tables like i can't i can't go there like this it's starting to drift down my arm my bosses are like you need to go i'm like okay holy crap i go and like lie down in my car i start getting this huge headache a chinook is just leaving calgary and if you don't know what a chinook is it's what happens when um it's like super super cold here but calgary is bordered by mountains that on the other side of is the ocean like british columbia and then the hot air gets trapped behind the mountains and then science aside basically eventually comes over pushes in and then gets stuck over top of calgary and overnight it changes the weather from like minus 40 degrees celsius to like plus five and it's a lot and it's a lot of like air pressure change and it like can cause nosebleeds and that sort of thing and it's really nice and people look forward to it because it's so sunny and like random literal summer bursts in the center of winter but it's a lot on the head for some of us so i decided right then and there i was gonna take out my journal and i was just gonna write down what was going to make today a write-off day because I was in a good mood other than this nosebleed and like the other things going on it was also one of those days on Wednesday that I was just kind of like driving you know I was having a good time and that doesn't always happen but I was just in a good mood things were going my way other than these major things most of the other things were going my way I mean not everything it was just kind of like ah the things going wrong really really sucked so the nosebleed the car was just a big sign and the coldness i couldn't deal with it and i couldn't go to the gym and then i finally got cut from work and out of everything i looked up i was told still do not go to the gym especially after bleeding out your nose for at the end of that three and a half almost we, we almost hit four hours i decided i shouldn't do that either so i wrote down what a write-off day is and what is it it's not giving up. It's definitely not giving up on your day. When you write something off, you still pay for it down the road, like sometimes immediately, but you get a return on it. So the things that you're doing that day, like a good example would be the gym, but not after a nosebleed. But the things you do on a write-off day are things that don't stress you out in a way that someone else is depending on you. The only person that's gonna be depending on you that day is gonna be yourself because when someone else is depending on you or another thing, that's what really gets people worked up. That's a way of practicing discipline in a way that's sorta of like an ultimatum. But the way of practicing discipline just to prove things to yourself is self-motivation and it's harder. It's a lot harder. It's the way that like, if you showed up to gym class when you were like in middle school and everyone left and the teacher told you run 20 laps and i'll be back in 10 minutes come get me when you're done or they stood in the middle and said run 20 laps we can go when you're done you're gonna do it quicker and you're gonna finish it faster if they're standing in the middle of that room telling you to do it so teaching yourself to run those 20 laps when they're not there this like it's way harder but at the end of it feels so much better so a write-off day 
you can choose to only do the easy things that you owe yourself. You can choose to only do the tiny things that don't stress yourself out. You look in the mirror, just literally ask yourself, what are the things that I need? What does my body, what is my mind, what do I need right now? So that might be like breakfast, lunch, and dinner, a coffee. If you're taking any medications, those maybe your daily vitamins, a liter of water, and those simple things, check them off the list. A morning, some morning things that are not stressful, not hard. Get those out of the way, get those done. What do you need? Um, and if you have to work, then that's definitely one of those things. Need, get yourself to work, but that doesn't mean you have to make it not a complete write-off day. You can have a write-off day and still do things like go to work and 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 that sort of light. But the times that you can't have a write-off day where there are super important things going on, it makes those so much easier when you have had these write-off days. So what do you need? What should you do? And what do you want to do? So like those three things, scratch out the should. Just do the need and just do the want. And then keep going. And it's not a want. Like it wouldn't be a want if you wanted to like go to the gym. I don't know how to describe that. Um, if you write, if you wrote all this down and under the list of want, you wrote that you want to go to the gym. Meanwhile, you sit around all day going, oh, I don't feel like, oh, I have to get myself to the gym. Oh, I don't. You don't want to. That's a should. That is definitely a should. You want to want to go to the gym. You could write that under it and maybe to do the want to want to. You could watch some YouTube videos of motivational speakers about fitness. And that could be your want to want to. But a write-off day, you're going to get a return from it later down the road. So did that make sense? I felt like that fitness one was a pretty good one. Um, but if, if that's not your vibe either, it could be just like you want to write a book. But the idea of actually doing it freaking sucks. So instead, you just listen to a bunch of audiobooks all day. Or maybe it's podcasts of other people talking about the first book they wrote. Or like things like that. And... That's the thing you got to hold yourself accountable for. That's the kicker. That's what you got to do at the end of the day. And that's what you can make the holidays about. If these holiday days suck for you, if, and, and they don't suck for me, but I know that they suck for so many people. So if they do suck for you and you don't want to focus on the holidays, then focus on just making them write off dates. Focus on making them not so hard on yourself and focus on motivating yourself through them using them as something that just kind of gets you through it you know because sometimes the holidays do suck there's definitely quite a few people i really miss right now and there's places i wish i was and living in an area or a city that i wish maybe not that i wasn't but i wish i was living somewhere else where a lot of my friends were and it's been a couple years i wish that maybe my career was in a a lot of other places and all of these things that we wish for on these holiday days and towards the end of the year we have a new year coming we have new things to do so you th use these days as motivation use these days to chill out let your body reset let it gain some turkey weight let it lie in bed let it imagine and dream and do cheesy things like that. 
because that's what all this is going to be about at the end of it. So thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging out. I really do like the holidays. And I'm going to go sit in front of the fire, maybe make another coffee or a mocha with some eggnog in it. Mmm, so good. I got to go get a couple more uh, presents. So that would be under my list of, of things that I need to do. And and even if the holiday days aren't stressful for you, you can make them write-off days and just and do the same thing. Write what you need to do, write what you should do, and write what you want to do. Get rid of the should. Focus on what you want to do and just complete what you need to do think about the things that you need to do is just just completing them and focus on the things you want to do and do them if that makes sense it's harder it's harder to like do than i say but but when you do them it feels so much better and if you can get in a rhythm of doing them it comes naturally and and things just start to happen and and life's cool and that's why I think New Year's resolutions are kind of weird because it's really, really, really hard to quit anything cold turkey the same way it is to start anything cold turkey. So if you're going to commit to starting something New Year's Day, that's almost like setting yourself up for failure. Not for everyone, but like for real, that's just going to lead to disappointment. And and if you aren't able to like successfully do it all in the first week, that's going to no matter whether or not you're proud of yourself, it's going to feel like a bit of a disappointment. So if you can just kind of set yourself up for success coming into the new year and then say, okay, I'm on this. It's in the year. This is the year. I got this flow going. When the year started, then hell yeah, you can rock it for a whole year. Merry Christmas. I might make another one of these later tonight because I got to wrap some presents and I feel like I have some more things to talk about. So in the meantime, Merry Christmas, Happy Chrysler, Good New Year. What was that vine? Happy Christmas. Is that Brittany Krosky? I think so. Anywho, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Holidays. And to the rest of the people celebrating, maybe just the fact that it's winter or it's summer where you are. Who knows? Or maybe you're just living a day. Happy day to you try a write-off day they're kind of fun they're chill get things you wanted to done i can give you a couple more examples later but have a good one folks peace out